podcast with the twist cognac cupcakes and stimulating conversation because it's not just about us anymore and we're striving to promote awareness of issues affecting our communities in short it's a vibe yes and we got some special guests in the house okay we have our friends reset wellness okay we're gonna go around say hi to everybody go ahead start with you hi my name is cecilia pitt okay Hi, I'm Tamika Aldridge. I go by the name of Buck. <laughs> and I'm Keisha Gray. Yay! Yay! I'm going to try and insert a little applause there. Golf clap. Yes, golf clap, golf clap. <laughs> and um, today's episode, as you heard from the opening intro music, which y'all didn't hear, but it was We Be Burning the Which I chose that song because um, he's talking about legalizing the, the marijuana. Right. If you listen to the uncensored version of the song, right. the whole song is about like the injustices of marijuana and um, black people in general. So I thought it was deep that that's the uncensored version of the song. And the censored version is about pimping hoes. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> right. <laughs> so, um, so I'm excited for this episode. You guys have enlightened me so far, like with the little bit that I do know about Reset Wellness. Um, uh, we'll get more into how I wasn't cannabis friendly. Just a short, yeah, just a short, uh, when did me and my fiance get together? Like, like five, six years ago, um, and you know, so we're going to get into that, but Kel, do you want to... Yes, yes. Okay, so um, cheers to everybody. Clink, clink. Yes. We're sipping on, like, I want to call this like a Blackberry Merlot with Bourbon, who is the cousin, the prima of (laughs) cognac, you know? And um, it's a mixture of lemon, lime, blackberry, blackberry merlot, blackberry ginger ale, and um, a little pomegranate. And um, I think that, oh, and I did splash a little bit of the tequila, Jose Cuervo yeah, juice up in there to add some more lime. Right. Extra slow down. Right. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. Well, no, it don't have tequila in it. That's just the mix. Oh, okay. so, yeah, I, I, I added that in there. But everybody seems to be doing it, which I'm like, Okay, yeah, because yeah, wiping the sweat yeah, off the forehead emoji because yeah, I was scared. Because y'all know if y'all listen to the podcast that Raquel is the one who actually has the bartending license. So <laughs> I just try to take from what I she learned well. She learned yeah. very well. You go, girl. <laughs> 
Yes, girl. So we are eating on a mixture of cupcakes. We are eating on baked by Melissa cupcakes, yes. which is kind of New York. Sponsor us. Yes. <laughs> you know, that's right. help us, you know, black women, women of color. Right. Yes. We're trying to get it right and get it tight. So I really, you know, I'm already working on a proposal yes. for them because... We don't want to eat large cupcakes anymore. We want to eat these mini ones because we're trying to get better about life. Don't feel as guilty. Yes, yes. Just a little less guilty. And it's a lot of like flavor in the pot, you know, in that little bite. So it's good. And we also are eating on Bake Shop, which is a local bakery in Virginia. And they're pretty decent. I like it. I like it so far. Like so far, I have the chocolate salted caramel drizzle cupcake. It's very moist. And it has like the perfect balance of sweetness and just a tad bit of salt. So I like it. Ooh, it's really good. good. It has, to try that next yes, time. girl. It's a nice little buttercream icing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, icing was off the chain. Yeah, yeah, it was really good. <laughs> yeah, you had the um, red velvet wrap up. Yeah, I went right in. I said it looked lonely, so. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to pass up. Right. Anybody else get a different flavor? I think okay. I got the vanilla. Mmm, I'm eating it. <laughs> Salted <laughs> caramel. Do you like it? It's very good. It's not too sweet. You know how sometimes the salted caramel can take over everything. You can taste everything from salted caramel, the frosting, and the um, cupcake, mm-hmm. which is good. So that's layers. Right. I'll take it. Yeah. I had the mini oh, chocolate chip. That's my favorite. I really love chocolate chip, and I was like, oh, I think I'm gonna get that one. And it was <laughs> really delicious. Oh, the mini, the mini. One is and too. my Oreo is really cute. Got the little Oreo sitting on top with the cream cheese. And you can feel it. It's really moist. Yes. yes. Yeah, so the one that you guys were just talking about is actually from Baked by Melissa. And it is um, chocolate chip pancake. Ooh. So that's actually like a maple frosting on top with the chocolate chips. I love that one too. I had a white chocolate um, crunch one as well, which was really good. And... A chocolate caramel um, brownie mm-hmm. one as well. So turn up. Yes, I and might that have was to go get some more Yeah, Not, not even a half. It's like, so that would say like a fourth. That's like a sample size. That's like a Costco sample size. Right, <laughs> word. So, um, so that's actually perfect. Yes. I, as less. soon as I saw them, I was like, oh, those are what the parents should bring to the school. Exactly. Yes. Instead of trying to, you know, hype yes. our kids up and just send them home to right. us, all of these full size cupcakes. Right. I don't know if bite size. I feel a selfish bite size. It is my pleasure <laughs> to send them home. <laughs> no, I send kids pencils. That's what you're getting from, from me. me. Pencil, pencil. I sure do. Yeah, I don't even care. You getting a pencil? Is it sharpened? No. You gotta work for it. Yeah, hate that. All right. So yeah. To this motivational moment. So our motivational moment of the week is by none other than the legendary Eartha Kitt, and her um quote for the week is: "My recipe for life is not being afraid of myself. Afraid of what I think of my opinions are." So yes, y'all, you have to go boldly. So our whole mantra when we came into 2020 was no fear Mm -hmm. Mm, because fear cripples us (laughs) and it keeps us from like reaching our full potential, you know, and especially for me and being, you know, new to the whole CBD, being a user of CBD and having anxiety, fear kept me from doing a lot of things. You know, so this is like right on trend to what we are all about this year. Okay. 
Well, as usual, we're going to nosedive straight into some R&R. Let's get into some righteousness and ratchetness. It's balance. Ratchetness and righteousness is the yin and the yang of life. You got to be equally yoked with both. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the balances of... Of righteous That's exactly right. Ratchet. It's a balance. Yeah. It's the yin and yang. Yeah, it's the yin and yang of life. I'm as a little more on our the good sir. Oh, whoa, whoa. Really? Whoa. Is that how you feel? Whoa. Are you sure? Because I checked this paper so and it ratchet. told me that that would keep the ratchets together. Keep the ratchet on that. All right. Well, well. Well, we're going to start off with the righteous. We're going to get into, um, you know, Sending a rest in peace to Katherine Johnson, who mm -hmm. was a NASA mathematician pioneer. Um, you may remember that Taraji P. Henson played the role portraying her in Hidden Figures. She passed away at um, 101, so most would say that she lived a full life. So salute to her and all of her contributions, especially in Black History Month. Uh, moving on. Kobe and Gigi's memorial service happened um, yesterday, I believe it was, or two days ago. Did you guys um, see that? I saw it. I saw it. I saw it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I just. It was too heavy. It was yeah, a lot. Was. Exactly. Um, That's how I felt too. Yeah, I yeah. Shaq listened. told a good story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He did. He, did. he let the yeah. MF bomb drop. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Michael Jordan did too. He told a really good story. Yeah, and, and the crying face meme. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I have heard okay. that going around, that oh, yeah. sound bite yeah. going around. Yes. And that was funny. Too. It was a um, white guy. His best friend. Yes. Yeah. That story was the last text With, message. Yes. Yeah. I well, just he heard that on the, the radio all the way. Oh, yeah. my yeah. God. Yeah. Oh, and, my and they announced that the young lady is receiving oh, uh, good. an internship. Because that was oh, what yeah. that's what the last text was about. Was him trying to hook her up. Yeah. Yes. So, like, I can't remember the name of the person. But it's like very esteemed. Yeah, um, person in the MLB, so she will be getting the to make me cry all over again. <laughs> and then one thing I saw, because I, I did watch um, snippets of the um, fume, as we like to call it in the country, <laughs> the fume. I saw the fume. Um, supposed to be laughing, but I'm fine. You know, the fume. Um, one thing I did see and I appreciate was. Beyonce was sitting behind Vanessa, and a lot of people didn't catch that the whole time Beyonce was praying for her, yes. and oh, she grabbed wow. her. Yes. Like, you can tell when somebody's in prayer if you're a prayer yes. warrior, right? Yes. So you could tell that there were many times where she just grabbed her, and, like, you could tell that she was just trying to transfer strength to her yeah. to get through oh, the process. Amen. So. I mean, I wasn't a Beyonce fan like five years ago, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I like new Beyonce. I yeah. like the Beyonce that's asserting herself and not and being like unapologetically who she is. Right. And I'm so glad that she did that for her because, you know, your friends are cool to be like, oh, girl, I'm so sorry. But if you don't have any prayer warriors in your corner, yeah. you're not going to get through any process, much less death. So I appreciated that. I, and um, I hope that the relationship that she has with the in-laws can be healed because clearly you can see it was tension there. Yeah. I didn't mean for it to be this right, righteous this quick. But no, no, it's yeah. cool. That's, yeah. what, that's what we do, you know, before we get into the ratchet. Um, you can know. You take that topic, Ratchet. What you think about, uh, what's her name? The lady, Gail King. 
And her comments about Oh, I have a lot to say about that. Go ahead, Alicia. Go ahead. We got endless recording time, so that's on y'all. I feel like if you do not tell somebody's story in its entirety, you will not see how that person got to that point. Okay? So, at the end of the day, the journalists are our storytellers, and they're supposed to keep us honest. And they're supposed to ask, ask us hard questions that make us stop and think, yeah. are we really redeemed from the things that we've done in the past? And I know that if Kobe hadn't gone through that, he wouldn't have been a good husband. He wouldn't have been a good father because he realized that he could lose absolutely everything off of something stupid yeah. and dumb. Yeah. And the girl won't even that cute. I mean, I'm just saying. Because I remember, I remember the story. But no, I'm saying like, and that's usually what happens in anything we do. It'd be something stupid and we really no risk it all. So when he saw that, he immediately became on the strain now. Now he still was an asshole on the basketball court. But when it came to him being a parent and a father, he got it right. And so that was his road to redemption. So the fact that people can't even speak on that happening without you calling a black woman again a bitch or a hoe for doing her job, right? And how many times have we gotten called that for doing our jobs? Like, you could you could have addressed it in a different way. Like, hey, now's not the time to do that. Fall back. Let's 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 pivot to something else. Let's talk about the good. But the, for the fact that you attacked this woman, right? And she was, and the way that the news company did it, it was actually their fault, not mm-hmm. hers. So I just feel like words are powerful. Choose your words wisely, especially when you have an audience. You know, because I really respect respected Snoop Dogg for all the things that he has done in his whole entire life, but that one thing is now making me question, am I really uh, should be aligning myself with you mm-hmm. and how you feel? But he did apologize on the red table and he said right. he tried to reach out to Gail. So now he's on a road to redemption. So you right. see how quick that happened? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. So you gotta be careful because somebody's gonna tell your story. Yeah, yeah that's they are. what God does. He uses right. um, you know, the things that you may dislike or whatever to teach you a lesson mm-hmm. <laughs> or sometimes bring you to glory. So. Yep. Mm. And so, yeah. yes. So, um, you know, rest in peace, of course, <coughs> to Kobe and Gigi, and you know, salute to Vanessa mm-hmm. for reading making the eulogy, making, making, making talking about the notebook right. gift that he gave mm. her. He gave her the um, the dress that was worn in the scene when the couple got back together. I don't remember their the names, dress. but the yeah, oh, blue wow. dress and the shoes, chow. Mm. I didn't even watch it, and so I cheered up when I, I heard that. After she, after that it. first half, when she was talking about Gigi, I couldn't even go into the second half yeah. when I knew she was about to start about Kobe. Mm. I was just done. Yeah, and I can't even talk about it now because yeah. we got to get through the rest of this. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, let's lighten things up. So, Erica Badu, yes, <laughs> yes. yes, the Badusi incense. Yes. Yeah. I'm gonna get me some. Sold out in 19 minutes. Yes. Yes. Wow. And nineteen minutes. Yes. And she put out a record again. Right. 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 Oh well, people have heard the tales. 
Oh, oh you. Um, oh, let me bring you everybody up to date. That is cool. So basically, Erica Badu decided that she was going to set, um, pre- create a <laughs> incense that smelled like her vagina or her underwear specifically. And so people weren't sure if it was really true or not, but people were excited because there's always been these stories of like Common and Andre 3000 and how their lives have changed for the better, Mm -hmm. especially creatively in their music. Once they got got with Erica Badu, it's like an aura around her and it must be around her vagina too. So... As a result, um, she said she knew that people wanted that, and so she made it. She mass produced the sense of it. I didn't hear um, but she yet. wasn't the first to do this. Apparently, Gwyneth Paldro mm-hmm. did it. Um, she has this line. Dollars. Yes, Ooh, she has this line. No shame. Well, it sold out. Somebody wanted it, and she calls the line goop. Yeah, right? Google. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, I, I have <laughs> seen that. And she Netflix. does basically the same thing that Erica Badu ended up doing. Um, Erica Badu did end up getting a lot of comparisons to her and Goop because she has like some of the same crystals and all that jazz and the clothing wear and stuff, overpriced shit that you could get at, you know, any hair store. Yeah, because Goop's outfits, I checked it out. And they had a shirt for like $125. Yeah. And you know what I did? Yeah. Quickly clicked off of that. <laughs> <laughs> and walked myself to Walmart and got me a $5 right. t-shirt. Like, no, it's not that serious. Right. I ain't trying to be up in the goop life. <laughs> I got my own goop, okay? Um, but she said, Erica Badu did tweet out that my incense was not inspired by Gwyneth Paltrow, which she did misspell. She spelled Gwyneth Gwen I T H. So that's just that's to tell you shame. how much she gives, how little of a fuck she gives. Um, I've been in the lab for years. I stay on my pussy. Oh no, excuse me. So she said, my incense was not inspired by Gwyneth Paltrow. That's a whole nother kind of pussy. I've been in the lab for years. My pussy muscle hustle. I stay on my pussy muscle hustle. However, panties off to Gwen's candle. We love goop. <laughs> so, um, you know, Badu is out here also selling sixty to eighty dollar crystal water bottles. Um, you know, I want to buy that whole line. It's basically the black. You love you some I love. She's amazing. So it's cute. She got like these little um, Asian Japanese type like um, slippers that she's selling as well that are like platformed or whatever that you see like some of the geishas would wear. Oh, yeah. She's selling those on it. It's called Badu Worldwide. That's the name of her like yeah. line. It's basically, you know, a baked mac and cheese version of Goo with, without the breadcrumbs. Gotcha. And you know, so, she's a whole yes. doula. Yes, she is. And she, I, I yes. would open up my wound if she yes. would have my wound. <laughs> I'm trying so, to tell you. So, and Erica you know. Badu, if you're listening, I've been please. trying to get her to have another baby for years. Please be this girl's doula. Yeah. Be my doula. If you be my doula, you might get a baby out of me. But no. Yes. 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 But I'm going to buy no incense. How much are the incense? So, don't say that, $80. I'm going to be like, oh, no. this is what I want for Christmas. I didn't look up how much the Erica incense was. Erica Badu's you know, Yeah, see if you What's can find it. It's called Badusi. Yeah, You know mm-hmm. that's not gonna go through on that computer or whatever. Ah, <laughs> uh, let, let me look it up <laughs> so that we don't get that uh, <coughs> that call in the morning. Right? Uh, Did you report to HR? Please. It's oh, eight dollars for how many? A pack. I don't know. A pack of sticks. 
They probably burn slow too. Oh, so you pay fifty for her? I'm going to buy. No, I'm going to buy a piece of her pussy. I want to know what it smells like for real. Like I want to know if it's like frankincense, like very earthy. Like day one panties. I hope all panties are day one panties. If it's supposed to smell like your vagina, then I would think. Do you think it's like after you know scent of your vagina? But definitely warm for like. Like a whole day, I would wow. say. Maybe. Do you Probably. think it's after she had like? There was some video of somebody that like had it, and he was smelling it, and he was pleased by his okay. facial expression, and then he proceeded to lick it. See, see, um, now, see now, I don't even think, think it was like, real. I don't think that was real. I think he probably had like one of those packing. Oh yeah, he just yeah. was fronting on the ground. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Fan. Yeah. <laughs> I know. She got it's probably like the earth, a little, a little bit of. A little bit of weedy over here, <laughs> you know, a little fl- rose, and then right. you gotta stick some fruit in. Oh, I can't wait! I'm gonna get some. <laughs> yes. All right. So Harvey Weinstein was found guilty, and now here you go with his face slumping like he on the arm. He don't go to the hospital. Child. So I heard, Child. I heard something interesting about that today too. That the woman who was like the main witness of the case got hit by a car the same day that they. So though I can't, I don't know her name, but she was the main witness, like one of the strong witnesses in the case. What? And like two hours after the guilty verdict came back, she was run down with a car, and she's actually in the same hospital that he's in. Yeah. Broken legs. Yeah, she yeah. had really, she's messed up. That's terrible. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It's me while he over here faking. Faking. With mm-hmm. that walk. Oh, that walk. Last year you could walk. walk. And what is he hoping like, Oh, you think, you think he hit the. A triple right there. On that ride to Rikers. When they doing the most, Mom, doing their little shenanigans, suddenly they're so ill. And that's right, should nice. Did y'all notice all of them look the same? He definitely had he a tie. He has a tie. He, he definitely had a tie. That's what makes it believable. Right. Yes. I mean, mm-hmm. added to the like, Right, right, right. He definitely had an MO to going mm. on show. Wow. That's a mess. Wow. Yeah. Um, so I know earlier we were talking about uh, off the air, we were talking about weight loss and, and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But I just want to know what kind of world we living in. I don't know if y'all saw Cynthia Nixon, who is, um, what's her name? Yes, Miranda. Uh, Miranda from Sex from and the Sex City. City. Yeah. Uh, she did a video called Be a Lady, and it was really like deep. We'll post it on the CCC IG story. It was very intense. And she was just kind of being facetious and saying, um, close your legs. Don't be a prude. Like the, all these kind of conflicting messages that right. women oh. hear throughout life. Put on makeup, but look natural. Um, you know oh, all those yeah. different things. Um, be quiet. Don't be. Don't exist at all. Be present. You know all of that different stuff. And so um, black people love it. <laughs> <laughs> <I said something. laughs> right. But uh, Summer Walker out here pinching her nose, and Malika done scheduled uh, her post birth surgery. Uh, I ain't mad about post-pregnancy makeover. Okay, yeah, that's what I wanted to, I wanted to like kind of get mm-hmm. it around the table, like find out what your thoughts are on it. Me personally, I think it's a bit much. You haven't even had the baby yet. Now, I have n- I'm not a mother, <laughs> but 
I just feel like it's a little it's the the pressures of society on us that like you didn't even want to give it a chance like you already in the mindset of I gotta make sure I get this waist snatched back in and you not even a Kardashian you just a (laughs) you you just an affiliate so damn but um, (laughs) what's your thoughts Cece well since you said you you're not mad at I'm not bad at Malika because if I had somebody. I would definitely had a consultation because I had a lot of consultations. <laughs> like, let me put this on the list of where mm-hmm. I want to go. But no, I would have probably <laughs> said, can you just do it while I'm in there? Can mm-hmm. you, you know, suck out a little few things so I don't have to come back? You know, I probably would have done right that. after having the baby. No, during pull the baby out. Suck the baby. So that's say, what I'm saying. So have right, a C-section and while they're in there, go, go right ahead and the get the. Mm-hmm. I and mean, I don't know. Is do they cut you right there? Like, but I've heard of people doing do that. that. Mm-hmm. Shoot, I wish I would have known. Yeah. Well, you know, not I'm all the doctors do it. Because I did ask mine. I was like, you know, well, if you're going to be in there, can you go ahead? And then she was kind of dry, though. No, I don't do that. I'm like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Shut it down. What, what are you good for? Early. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Having the baby. <laughs> All right, so really quick, um, you know, I ain't even gonna get into um, Diddy and making the band again. You know, wait a know. minute. But if they could bring back Dylan to spit hot fight, come on, Dylan, <laughs> <Dylan, laughs> and, and, and let him fight. So they were gonna do a making the band. <laughs> yeah, yeah they're, they're doing a new making the band, and is it he's called making the band? Yes, yes. Yep. No. yes oh, he's already Diddy, going get to your coins. He's collecting <laughs> people, and he's bringing the kids in on the coins. The he's kids collecting the children. Are part of, yeah, no, the, no, the children are gonna select. Oh wow! Okay, good. Okay. Mm-hmm. But my so, thing is, have we not learned that a bad boy contract? May not be the best move for your life. People, I think well, people be thirsty. Exactly they were talking about on the um, on I the radio. Ness got a writing deal out of it. I think he was able to ghostwrite. Who? Elliot Ness. Uh, oh, this is our music. Oh, the yeah. guy, the guy, the Janelle was the first making bad man called, called Ness. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think he was able to do some ghostwriting uh, for a while. Oh yeah. But yeah. other than that, I don't think anybody flourished. Janelle yeah. Monet didn't she move on? No, was well, she? what you call it came out of that situation, right? Dirty money. Yeah, but um, yes, because oh, no, they no, had a make in the band they as well. Too. Dirty money is back. One one of the girls writes. Oh yeah, movie. she writes. Yeah. And then the oh, other one was trying to make a comeback. Dawn. Dawn. Yeah, one of them. Oh, is Dawn a writer, was popping for a minute. A little bit. Yeah, yeah she one of them was a writer. Dirty Money was popping. Yeah, I that Dirty Money. Like, I had their mm-hmm. first album. They Both of their albums were bomb. The Last Train to Paris, yo. Mm-hmm. When you on the club, get your ass on the floor. Mm-hmm. When you on the club, get your ass on the But, um,. Speaking of spitting hot fire, has anybody <laughs> re like? Did you guys see the debate? Hold on, let me make sure I play Elizabeth Warren. I like to talk about who we're running against: a billionaire who calls women fat broads and horse-faced lesbians. And no, I'm not talking about Donald Trump. I'm talking about Mayor Bloomberg. <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, he was the the one that was starting up all the stop and frisk stuff, right? Yeah. And he that's why I'm like, mm, yeah. no, thank you. You know, and a lot of people, so what else? Is yes, <laughs> yes. And we, I think our generation, I can speak for me and Kel, we're are just now learning that information. Like we kind of came up when you know he was 
it wasn't like the best thing since sliced bread, but a lot of people was like, oh, Clinton, Clinton, because right after that was Bush, and it was like, that was the worst thing in the world. Didn't know that Tangerine was coming (laughs) in the future. You would die to have Bush back. Right, right. Right. Today, absolutely. But they wouldn't even let anybody get away with what this man is doing. And and the the same part is the worst we haven't seen the worst. Yeah. Yeah, right. Like ever since, I mean, this man is getting buck wild. Like some old dictator stuff that you hear over in other countries. They're like, oh, what happened? Well, no, like we're like, no, it does. What happened to the checks and balances? If if he gets reelected, oh my god, it's going to take a hundred years to reverse the damage. Yes, a hundred years. So who y'all looking at? Um, What are your thoughts on Bernie? You know, Elizabeth Warren. I'll go Biden. I'll go Cousin Bub for president. Yeah. Yeah. Cousin Bub for president. I have been. I I have been a bubble crap for the past 15 years. (laughs) It ain't going to work. I wish. Yeah, I'm just. I have not even focused on one candidate yet because I'm just waiting for the party to narrow this thing down. Right. It's just too many many people trying to figure out, well, what was she doing when she was in this position? It's just too much going on. Mm -hmm. Like, why do we have 18... Hundred people. It's six now. It's just like glaze over your you know, eyes. Yeah, like after but a while. then there's nobody in the Republican no, Party exactly. that wants to challenge this man. Like, who did you sell your soul to? Right. Good God! Like right. the end days are coming, and I hate to sound like the old lady. In no, the no, it does feel like yes. the end of days. The coronavirus is on it's us. You know, like it's getting yes. more and more serious. My and mom. Yes. About that. No. Oh, my mom was just blowing up yes. my phone like, y'all okay, need to pack the waters in the, in the house and get you some uh, that, that N45 masks. The stock market crashed yesterday. It did? It did? Worldwide yeah, it was dropped like a thousand points. Oh, Close, wow. A thousand yeah. points. Yeah. Because nothing's coming over here now. Everything is made in China. Well, I guess your fashion over dress ain't going to be here for you, No, I know this girl who got weed from there. She ordered her weed from China and was tweeting about it, talking about my weave is on its way from China, and I'm scared. And I'm like, why would you even order it? Why? Like, I would just take a break. Forego the Malaysian right now. You yeah, know, right. Let, let, just let, some me just some <laughs> <laughs> let me just do that in the meantime. Yeah, yeah. Go now. <laughs> this is a good time, time to yeah. take the weave out. You know what? I'm going to tweet that. Yeah. <laughs> take hashtag take, take the weave out. <laughs> All right, so that's it for the ratchetness and righteousness. So let's go and huh? No, we girl, we, we, we just moved on. She basically, <laughs> I, I'll tell you what the clip said. She basically was like, "I'm not gonna vote for someone who's telling me kill my baby and he's my boss." Yeah, and also she said that um, he, someone that they thought was Trump, was actually Bloomberg, who was calling women horse fa- uh, horse face lesbians and other things. <laughs> So um, the clip, you know, you know fry man, my computer was frying, oh, but y'all was keeping the the, the conversation okay. going, so oh, I just okay. let it go. Well, I but think it'll I'll be in the episode. Y'all will hear to it. Do what Trump does. <laughs> but I just don't trust I him because I think he got potential to be horrific.
Who? Bloomberg. He has the potential to be a, a Trump. Mm-hmm. Like, if you look at it, the recipe is right there. I just think that we've been settling for the lesser of two evils mm-hmm. for a long time. Yes. Mm-hmm. As voters, we just, right. there's not a lot of quality candidates out there, but we need to get used to that. See, it was a time in America, I guess, when uh, to be a politician, you had to be of a certain help. You, anybody just couldn't run for president. Mm-hmm. And right. I actually blame CNN for Donald Trump being president now. Because if they would have laughed him off that day one and gave him no coverage, but the fact that people it started off as a joke. Mm-hmm. If you remember, Barack fried him at the uh, correspondence dinner, mm-hmm. and he turned beet red, and I guarantee you that's the moment he decided that he was going to run. I'm going to show you, black man. Right. And look what happened. Mm-hmm. And look, I almost wish Barack didn't tell that joke because we probably wouldn't be in the state that we in now. But the fact that they gave him so much attention, it just snowballed into making him president. And it's a popularity contest. Mm-hmm. But to see quality candidates, I don't think it's going to be a while. Like, we got to get used to just settling. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. settling for whatever they give us. And then voting locally. We have to. That actually sure. matters more. Yeah. And people don't sure. realize that. Checks and balances. We were, we were on Capitol Hill yesterday. yesterday. We could have walked Just up on yesterday. any congressman. Yeah. Knock on their door or whatever. And I don't know if, if this is a little known, but yeah. you can go to the Rayburn building, go through the metal detector. And you have free range. free range, which yeah. is something that we didn't know. Free that's, those range. Are those, and here I am, you know, before we got, Don't before I got so deep in the cannabis world, mm-hmm. it was, I never really knew what it meant to be a lobbyist. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought it was something that, you know, you might have to go register for or get a permit to do or never knowing that. I can write my ideas down, just run up to them when they coming out the building yeah, or go yeah. knock on their office and say, look, this is who I am and this is what I want to mm-hmm. discuss with you. Like, it was, yesterday was just so eye-opening, right. you know, to be in the Rayburn building and to be, you know, with the staffers. And the, and I was just looking around like, I'm about to be 40. And this is, and I've lived in D.C. since I was eight years old. And this is my very first time stepping foot in this building. Mm-hmm. Never a class trip. In any of my school days, mm-hmm. never t- talked about, you know, what it really meant to be a politician. So there's a lot of education that needs to be done just around that topic, period. Mm-hmm. So I've been really trying to encourage our counterparts that are in the industry. You know, it's cool to get together and go to these puff and paint. Or have a sesh. Right? Or have, mm-hmm. you know, and do all these things. But as we're going to the panel discussions and these hearings on the hill, we're seeing the same faces. Mm-hmm. And But yet, when I step outside the door, I have tens of hundreds of people asking us, how can we get in? What can we do to have a CBD company? What can we... And I'm like, it's so much bigger than this. What are you going to do after this? Mm-hmm. What is your company going to stand for after this? What are, you help, what are you doing now to give back to the community? Creating value, yeah. You know, so... You, it just was an amazing, amazing experience. Shout out to Kia Jackson for putting that together oh, for us. Yes. Um, but it was just, 
you know, I went to her after and was just thanking her. You know, another black woman doing something. I counted 18. There was 18 black women in the room. Wow, and that's a, and that's actually good. That's that what was, I was thinking. Actually, that yeah, was the largest good. number exactly. represented in the room. Wow. Yes. And I think the second largest was black men, and then all of everyone else. Like yeah. Stop counting. Wasn't that important? So it would, you know, so in, my, in my perfect world, it would be great to see <coughs> just as many people show up for these types of events and right. for these types of hearings that show up for the Puff and Paints or the yes. mm-hmm. sessions mm-hmm. or, you know, even even some of these conferences and festivals they're having. Mm-hmm. You know, if we're flooding the Rayburn building yeah. constantly, they're going to have to do something. They're going to have to do something. I always wondered how the people was getting arrested. <laughs> when you see them, like, have you, y'all seen them when they, when they arrest them and they sitting outside yeah. or they yeah. blocking up the, the hallway or whatever, protesting or I always wonder, like, how they let them in? Like, you can tell they're about to go start some trouble. They all got on t-shirts, banners, and stuff. But it's your right. That building, I'm not going to say the security is lax, because we all know that. Mm -hmm. That ain't true, but But it is your right. They don't, they didn't ask for no ID. have it nice and ready. None of that. I'm about to take my belt off, because it said no. People was just walking. I was like, wait a minute. And like, literally just walked. I knew the drill. I took my jacket off, slid it through the... (laughs) That's right. I went through a metal detector. But as a black man, you're conditioned to do that. You know, like, okay, this is what I need to do. I checked my pockets three times. Not on my schedule. Yeah, you don't have yeah. money. That's what I ain't got that either. We're not giving our CBD money to So with that being it, we're just gonna go ahead and transition into this interview. So I'm going to have Tamika give like a brief, you know, introduction on, you know, what Reset Wellness is. So Reset Wellness, um, our model is that we're building community um, resilience. resilience and well-being through cannabis. And basically for me, in my personal journey with cannabis and considering coming into the industry, it came by using a product when I injured myself. I have always had, you know, really bad arthritis. Since 16, I was diagnosed with arthritis. Never had any injuries, never played any rough sports that would cause that. It just kind of runs in my family. We call them the savage knees. Like, almost everybody in my family has had some type of knee replacement or rheumatoid arthritis, or it is always in our knees. So my husband just got tired of me complaining, complaining about these knees. And then last March, it was actually sprained. It wasn't the complaints. It was physically yeah, well, keeping yeah, you from, from doing a lot. Yeah. Um, and then I sprained my left knee last mm. March. And literally, I just, you know, I have a small child mm-hmm. and he is super, super active. Mm-hmm. And the, I, the pain feels just <laughs> would not were not it for me right. trying to deal with him. Right. So one day my husband comes, I'm like totally out of it. I'm like, man, I need something different. What else can I do? You know, and he's like, well, I've been telling you to try this CBD, CBD. And I'm like, well, no, you know, 
I'm a smoker, so I don't think this stuff is really going to work for me. Fire that Jake. <laughs> Slipped us some CBD. Yeah. <laughs> so he ended up rolling because you can smoke CBD flour mm-hmm. um, and then giving me this. I didn't pen. know that, actually. Yeah. yeah. So we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, and then ended up, you know, giving me a pain rub that a friend of his made. And I was like... Maybe two or three days later, no longer needed the pain medicine from mm. my job. I mean, from the doctor. And I literally turned to him and was like, so we going into the cannabis business or what? Because now I'm a believer. Mm-hmm. You know, after a year. And I, and I kick myself now because he for years was like, let's do this. Like before the CBD craze came, mm-hmm. before everybody was all oh, CBD, CBD. He was already on that way, mm-hmm. you know. So because but he is, y'all are on time, yes, you know, in the has, way that we're God's doing things. God's timing is perfect. Yes, and y'all is. are on time because if y'all say it again for the people in the back, right, right. <laughs> right. Say it again. Perfect, and I'm sorry to cut you no, off, but no, I just no. wanted to say that before I forgot. Like mm-hmm. y'all are at this is the peak time, and it's y'all stand out. You yeah, really fade into the background, especially with how you. Um, you know, you educate people and how it's a wellness thing. Like, that's different from, like you were saying earlier, like, everybody just wants to sell CBD mm-hmm. or, or, yeah. or, you know, just want to own a... a a dispensary or whatever. So, so a little yeah. bit of a little bit of the backstory. Yep, um, I was just about to ask that. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit of the backstory. Um, I love your story. <laughs> I remember. I remember my father. My father was anti cannabis, mm-hmm. um, and that's and yeah, and that's kind of putting him out. He wasn't super been out of shape about it, but he definitely was not a smoker. Did not condone smoking. Mm-hmm. Did not support me smoking. Right. Or anything like that, but his angle, and I appreciate him for his angle, was more so of the implications cannabis has, mm-hmm. as far as being illegal. You can catch a case, you can end up with a record that'll affect your future. Blah blah blah. So he took me to the park one day. We were having a man to man, and I remember telling him that day, I said, "This is going to be legal before I die." Mm-hmm. No, 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 that'll never happen. Wow. I said, "The kids I go to school with are the ones that will be the future." Congress people, they're gonna be the future congressmen, the future lawmakers, and they all smoke weed, if not <laughs> more than more. that. Yes. Uh, I went to an alternative high school for a while and I learned a lot. So yeah. you would think like weed has had it's funny because it the the evidence does support that it's in all communities, but you would think it's only in a black community. But I actually was on the other side of that. I didn't pick up, uh, I don't know if it's weed habits or whatever, <laughs> from the black community. A lot of the things I was learning from the Caucasian kids I went to school with, I was taking to my community. And so there was, it was an element of, of, of cannabis in my community. It was blunts and dime bags. And over here was bongs and eights. Right. <laughs> same kind of, you know, same, just different language. So it was going on in, in a lot of the communities or a lot of the demographics that I hung out with because I hung out with a lot of different people growing up. So I remember, but more recently, fast forward to everyone's heard about what's going on with the pop-ups uh-huh. in D.C. So there's a gray area in D.C. that allows people to gift marijuana to their friend, coworker, whoever, um, I will sell you a cell phone case. Mm-hmm. 
Right. Right. And in return, you'll give me an A for weed or whatever the case may be. So there's a gray area in the loop, some loopholes that people decided to be enterprising in. So they have this underground scene. They call them pop-ups, and people congregate, and they'll come, and vendors will come. Same way you would go to a Christmas bazaar, mm-hmm. and you got a sock lady and the lady that knitted hats and someone else that made this or that. You got all these vendors that come with different products, mm-hmm. set up tables, and it's pretty much like a bazaar. I remember my first time farmers going market. to one of those. Yeah, it's like a mm-hmm. farmer's market. Like a farmer's right. Market. And um, I was gifted, uh, like, a pair of socks. Like, I mm. remember, like, handing the money over for, you know, I'm going to just say blueberry yum yum. No, I think it was, mm. like, OG or something. Yeah, it was OG. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, I, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to put you like <laughs> And And it was like, here you go, some socks. And it was two pairs of socks, and we now we both have the socks. Like, oh, like that is such a real story. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, but it was like these pink and um, hot pink weed little um, little cannabis leaves on the pink socks. And I was just like, "What's this?" And they was like, "This is what you bought." And I was like, "Oh, well, thank <laughs> you." <laughs> but I'm gonna give you some socks. Right, right. So. Speaking of the pop-ups, and then my experience with the injury and the CBD, in my mind, I was like, okay, he's going to be doing these pop-ups. He's not going to not do the pop-ups, but how can I pivot him to the the legal side Mm -hmm. of cannabis, Mm -hmm. which is currently the CBD? And, you know, we kind of sat down and we talked about some things and... He had already started doing these juices at the pop-ups. Mm-hmm. And I realized that they were becoming extremely popular. And I was like, okay, let me just immerse myself in this industry. Because although I had been a consumer of cannabis, I didn't really know a lot about it. You know, I was not educated. I just was like, we smoke weed. You know, and I and I did and I did know how to make a little coin myself. Get the coin, sis, <laughs> uh, with cannabis. You know, but it really was trying to figure out how can we pivot from the legacy market as is what we're calling no more underground, no more illicit, no more illegal, because these men really did build these, mm-hmm. build yeah, that yeah, industry. Um, so from the legacy market, how do we get them to come over to the legal side of things, but not just be focused on getting the cash? Mm-hmm. What can we incorporate into our business model that will be sustainable? Mm-hmm. If we take the products away, if we take the cannabis flower away, how can we still run and operate our business? So we kind of just split responsibilities. He was responsible for figuring out what CBD products we would produce and sell, and I would figure out the education side, the advocacy side, and then we would come back together and see what we came up with and build it out from there. So we honestly started very organically. This was not something that we kind of set out to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I like I said, I had no idea where to even start. So. He introduced me to some of his girlfriends who were actually going to the pop-ups 
and talking to the individual vendors to help them pivot. So she was throwing these classes, you know, pay $25, come learn how to get legal. Went to one of those, shout out local meditations, and mm -hmm. we just kind of blossomed from there. Um, you, I, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, you touched on something. This, this is all God's work. Let mm -hmm. me be clear. Mm -hmm. um, because we have any conceivable barrier that we would face has already been removed. Yep. Uh -huh. Absolutely. Yep. Out the way. Um, and and the reason why I say that and the reason why I want to put that out there and, and give credit where, where credit is due is because everything that I have been through has prepared me for where mm -hmm. we're going mm -hmm. yes. and where we are now. Yes. So from getting in trouble as a teenager surrounding drugs, marijuana, whatever, you know, because there's a lot of stuff. You, you go through some things growing up in D.C. Yeah. yeah. You go through some stuff, and you've seen some things. Mm -hmm. And if you haven't seen it, you know somebody that knows. Mm -hmm. So I, I look at everything that has impacted me and my life surrounding narcotics, how it's prepared me and almost put me ahead of the game a little bit because I still operate in a manner in which like kind of behind the scenes right, or right. you know you don't put that out there you better not post that right. you yeah. know like camera take a picture yeah so y'all are really getting what you want to right. Right. That really yeah. not. and not to even say that but he is very very private I didn't even yeah. think he would agree to do this I really thought it was going to be just the ladies right. but right. I am yeah. I, I have really been encouraging him like even though you are a behind the scenes person because honestly I am too. I come from an event planning world where logistics is what I did. So I'm always behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. And I had to realize logistics was what I was doing. Exactly. All so why not? You, you know, I up, had you accounting, bookkeeping. I mean, he was already doing all that. So it, it only kind of made sense. And then I realized, okay, wait, we're getting super busy. I need to grow this team, right? So who do I reach out to? I've always, always, I have, I call myself a serial entrepreneur. Although I do have this background, these years with Marriott, I have always tried to have a business on the side or some type of hustle on the side. So I had an event planning company for five years leading up to going into this and I'm like, you know, I want to work with my friends. I want to work with my other business owners that I know. And people would always discourage me and say, Tamika, you're never going to be successful because you want to work with your friends. And friends and money don't mix. And you're never going to, you know, you're never going to succeed that way. You, like, you really have to get away from trying to work with your friends. And I would always be like, no. Like, one day, one of these many, many, many ideas that I have it's going to work and it's going and it's going to afford me the opportunity to create opportunity for my friends. So I call Cece. Hey. I call Keisha. Y'all mm -hmm. are already very enterprising. Hey. Hey. Yes, yes. Y'all definitely have to have me and Keisha come back and give y'all the real tea. Come on. But, you know, it was, it was just a... For me, a no-brainer. Keisha and I have known each other since we were teenagers. Mm -hmm. 
we have been in these DC streets together since we were teenagers. Not supposed mm-hmm. to be in the streets. Not supposed <laughs> to be. Because at the end of the day, we are church girls. Yes. This table here. So I reached out to Keisha and I said, hey, I know you're going to think I'm crazy, but here's the idea. And here's why, you know, I want you to be a part of it. And what and mm-hmm. I, I just always growing up admire Keisha. You know, she had children way before I did. Um, and then we ended up having our uh, well, my first baby and her last uh, <laughs> her last baby together. They're like three weeks apart. So Ooh, I yes. always said I always said no matter what, if I became a millionaire first, if she became a millionaire first. We always was going to look out for each other. Right. We was always going to build. So there were times when we were roommates when we on this is no exaggeration where we had two dollars. Right. That was last week. Exactly. <laughs> last week, and we would be like in this apartment with this baby, you know, with, with just oh, figuring it out, you yeah. know. So they had just released the dollar menu. Yeah. Come on, dollar cheeseburger. Yeah. Dollar fries. Won't he do it? And we gonna split this. Them golden fishes and loaves of bread. Come on. And then she. And the Kool-Aid. And she still make the bottle Kool-Aid. Pass the down the bread. And then. So so I have 20 plus years um, with Keisha. And I also going into this industry, I knew I needed to have people around me that I could trust. Right. With my life. Yeah. If I get locked up, girl, I need you to get my kids, and gotcha. then I need you to come get me. You know, when? Cece always be like, you know, if Tamika said we dropping off the bridge, we dropping off the bridge. So let's transition to Cece. I yes. met Cece working at Marriott. And y'all know how Cece is. Yes. Very bubbly, very happy. Yes. I don't care what this girl is going through. You will not know it. Mm-hmm. Because she is always going to have a smile on your on her face. And she's going to be ready to pray you through. Yep. Even when she's going through. Yep. And it was just something about her personality when we first met. You know, like, they're like, hey, Tamika, you're going to train this new girl. So I'm like, all right, cool. She just walks right up to me like, girl, we're going to be friends. <laughs> and this was like maybe 2008. So I was like. Okay, no, not. You know, like, okay. I was just at first I was looking at her like, oh, she's one of these. We are not about to be friends. We gonna be but friends. We 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 have not separated mm-hmm. since we have been through in our you know years of friendship. We've been through the highs, the lows, and when I say ride or die, this girl, like you said, you know, I threw an event, and this is something I will never forget her saying. You know, she was just telling the people that were at the event, you know, Tamika is my girl. I'm just so proud of her for taking this step and jumping out there. And, you know, it all where everybody wants to be a chief. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to be a soldier. But how does a, a chief become a chief with no soldiers? And she's like, I'm going to always be her soldier. And if she's wow. saying, hut. <laughs> so, you know, and you need people like that you on your team. You need people that when you're down and out and feeling like, what, what have I done? I quit my job to do this. October 31st is my last day at Marriott. I am full, fully 100% in. And there have been nights where I've been like, what have I done? There have been nights where I'm like looking at my kids sleep and I'm yes. in tears because I'm like, have I jeopardized Oof. their future? You know, I, I have my friends all hyped up like we're going to, you know, be doing all this. If, am I really going to be able to 
you know, deliver. execute yes. and deliver what I've been telling them. Yes. You know, and then Cece, well, she might text me or randomly call me and be like, girl, we need to pray. You know, and I'm like, yeah. how did you know? Connected. You know what I mean? To. So Connected. just having that, that sisterhood. Uh-huh. And I always tell people, no matter what, Cece will always be my prayer partner. And, you know, when we have our team meetings, when we're getting ready to discuss stuff, we open in prayer, we end with prayer. Because no matter what we're discussing, like um, Bub was saying, we just had, we, everything has come together so organically. Mm-hmm. We haven't have really had to ask for much. God has to. placed us at these tables and in these rooms where these opportunities are being afforded to us, where I'm thinking in my mind, because again, going back to the fear, you know, I'm like, this is not going to happen for us for like four or five. You know, I'm writing a, right. three, a, a yep. 30, 60, 93, right. 65 plan yes. out. Like, these are our goals. And we're like smashing them already and, yep. and accomplishing these things mm-hmm. already. We didn't even get to the 90 day. Exactly. No. Exactly. 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 We didn't even get to the 90 day plan because things just kept coming and coming. And, and, I, and, I, and not to cut you off, love, but I think that's where it's finally coming together for us because where she has a lot of fear and anxiety and reservations, I do not. Mm-hmm. I do not. I do not operate like that. Mm-hmm. I do not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not in my vocabulary. Mm-hmm. I honestly believe that I will be the first multi-millionaire in my family. Mm-hmm. Amen. Um, Amen. Yeah. Amen. I think, and, and the way things are shaping up, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen. We are not far off. Um, I just operate totally different. I remember at 31, I was sitting on my balcony, and I just said a prayer. Uh, it might be like two days after my birthday, which is early in the year, and I let go. And I literally mm-hmm. let go mm-hmm. of inhibitions, fear, mm-hmm. the the thought that it's something that I cannot mm-hmm. do. Um, I let, I was 31 years old. That was 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And I've been operating that way. I do not. Mm-hmm. And it irritates I, my soul sometimes. It does, because she likes the security <laughs> of, of knowing what's going on. Yes. And I convert you don't need that. Like, God will provide. That's yes, it. And if That's you believe, it. you you lying if if you operate any other way. Ooh, I got to write that You're preaching to my spirit right now. I'm telling you, like, when, yes. you, when you let go and let God do his thing, and you believe that he's going to do his thing, you ain't worried about it. And at the worst case, like, I might go hungry, but I'm not going to starve. Yes. You know, yes. I might not have to pay my rent, but I'm not going to be homeless. Right. You know, my car's facing repossession, and my gas tank's on empty, but I come out the bank and there's $10 on the ground. You know, right. like... Real when I started when I really told my call myself a believer and, and this actually dates back to ten years before that because I was going through some stuff with court and I was facing some time. I had gotten a little bit of trouble. <laughs> a little bit? Just a little, little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> just a little bit. And there's a possibility I was going away for nine years. Wow. And I said, I said, God, if you exist, you will reveal yourself to me right now. Mm. And when I tell you I levitated off that couch, mm. and I looked back down at wow. myself, I literally felt so light. And the moon was so bright that night, 
it might as well have been daytime. Mm-hmm. And I asked him to reveal himself, and he did. And I and and that was at twenty. I was I wasn't twenty one yet. I was twenty years old when I knew God existed. And then I was thirty one when I accepted that He He got me. Mm-hmm. And ain't nothing I can do about it. My story's already written. It's already written. I'm just (laughs) following the path that's already been laid. So I think in a lot of ways, we yin and yang. I was thinking that over here. Yeah, so somehow. I was like, yin and yang. Right there. For 18 years. Even we're getting better. Even stuff that she's kind of obnoxious about. (laughs) Time. Mm-hmm. Oh. Being one of them. What? Oh, thank you, team. Thank what? you. But you did good. Yeah, <laughs> you got your five minutes. <laughs> you had extra time. Clock <laughs> down. I don't know what I had. Exactly. Oh, yeah. I don't know what we went through yeah. to get here. To to get here. We should have been here by six. Yeah, it took a wrong exit. But it's okay. No, but we learning to accept kind of what the opposite of. And we are a married couple. Yes. yes. Yeah. That's so we are working yes. to get, we are together 24 seven, yes. you know, and that was another thing that I faced. Mm-hmm. People were like, listen, and it becomes a lot cause you really, so what I'm now like within the past, I don't know, two weeks. And this is just, you know, us being very real and transparent have learned there are I have to separate home and business Mm -hmm. so as much as this has been a financial I don't even want to call it a burden but just you know a a stressful challenge challenge financially Mm -hmm. I kept telling him we got to get an office space because I need to leave my laptop somewhere because if not I'm gonna be up I have been up when we got into this so last March is when the discussion started. I started going to workshops, conference. I went to the you know Women Grow conference that really blessed my cannabis heart. Um, started going to local um, workshops and stuff. And so by June, we kind of soft launched. We haven't even really officially launched the business. Yep. And that's how fast you know things have gone. And I have probably been up till two, three, four o'clock in the morning every day. Yep. Seven days a week. I'd be like, go to bed at me. You know, they'll text me at one. I know you up. Or I'm texting them like, what's up? Because I need somebody to yeah. keep me up so I can keep going. But then, you know, and then getting the whole family up, you know, between 6 and 6.30 in the morning to get them up and get them ready. It has, over the, I said, you know what? Even though I know it's going to be a added financial stress, we got to find office space. Right. We, I need I need that separation. Yeah. So when I go home, it's it's, it's mama meat, right. you know. Yeah. But and I'll then, say you deserve separation. More <laughs> yeah. so than needing. There's a deserve level here because a lot of times I think as women and especially entrepreneurs, you don't want to... Gotta wear a lot of hats. Yes, and you don't want to reward yourself for the work that you've done mm-hmm. because then you feel like, oh, this is premature. Mm-hmm. But honestly, mm-hmm. you deserve yeah. the space. Yeah. You deserve to be able to have a separate. You deserve to put your laptop down, like you said, leave it in a spot, mm-hmm. go home, and be present for whatever you need to be present for. Right. So, yeah. I'm glad. So it's all you know. It's just all came together. I've been able to build. 
a solid team. You mm-hmm. know, we, we have a couple of other people that are on the team. Um, Victoria, you know, she just recently joined our team. Clutch. And yes. I'm talking about baby girl. girl has. Shout out to Victoria. Yeah, shout out Victoria. Hashtag Lord. follow her. <laughs> I don't know any of her handles, but follow her. <laughs> but yeah, Clutch. you know, she's come on as kind of like our food and beverage director. She's she going to really, like, we have to. After, uh, chef, what's the name? Hello. <laughs> So, yes. Yes. So we have to. We can't be. We can't be in the kitchen making everything and trying to solidify the business. Right. So now, because we're like I said, we're we're growing that fast. Yeah, I saw. So she, yeah, so she, she has come on. I mean, she's making the. Bubba does do all of our infusions with the oils, and we'll get to that. But she's doing all of our bases. You know, she's I'm I'm she orders the ingredients for like she has been a a blessing. She does the basis handmade from scratch. And she's particular. Very which is a whole nother level of excellence that she's operating. Shout out Victoria. (laughs) She's that that the way that that she thinks about things and and progressive is not just Oh, I'm gonna go run to my local market and right. get these things. She's sourcing She's, out yes. things. I can tell she's using quality product. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you, mm-hmm. I got when I the first time I bought it from you, that was what January thirty first. Mm-hmm. I've been yeah. sipping, and it don't. It's nothing has been tainted, and it has yeah. not been in my refrigerator. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Well, well that's good. To that's know. good to know. Thank you for the shelf life. Yes, that's good to know. Because we're actually starting the shelf life testing. Shelf life. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Excellent. So that's I know that she's using quality products because yeah. I've never had any issues of like you know when juice gets yeah, yeah, get that bitter yeah, yeah. taste. And with it all having ginger in it, you would think that. So we always tell people to you know keep them refrigerated. But sis, that shelf life is amazing. Yes, and then as you see, we have our I call. Her, my canna producer, Miss yes. Tiffany Tayshi. <laughs> you know, she has really. That has been my, I'm telling y'all, that has been my thing. I just reach out to my friends, my circle, my network yes. that I know have all of these skills. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to be plant touching to be in the cannabis business. Yes. No. She don't ever have to touch a flower or a plant, mm-hmm. but she can come and record it. Yep. She yep. can come and take pictures of it. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, so I reached out to her and I said, Tiff, you know, I. I my my famous line to all of my people. We gonna say it all and I'ma tell it. I ain't got no money. <laughs> I don't. But all of my girlfriends in my circle know I move with integrity. You do. If I make a million off of this, we're gonna bust it down. Right. You know. So I went to her and I said, Tiff, you know, we don't have any money, and you and she, her resume. Out of this world, mm-hmm. you know. I'm talking about from the Obamas on down, yep. you wow. know. And she decided to step out on faith and create a production company. So I'm like, well, you can be a cannabis production company. Yep. And she was just like, okay, okay. You know what I'm <laughs> so she has been kind of following, like, really making me because, like I said, I'm a behind the scenes person. So she's really making me feel more comfortable being in front of the camera. I remember one time we were at Keisha's house trying to re- <laughs> record just something that's supposed to be a 30 second snippet. Y'all, it took me about Four 17 hours. Yes. And 17 seconds. Yeah. I'm like, I'm a people, I love people, but when it comes to 
I have to really, I guess, step into like this CEO person and and connect. You know, one of my mentors was like, Tamika, you have to connect your personal story to your brand. When you told me your personal story. And I was just like, Me too. But how do I do that? You know, like, I don't know. It's just me. Nobody's going to be interested in it. But now that I'm talking about it and and people are like falling out of their chairs, like, oh my goodness. Yep. Why haven't you been sharing this with people? But it's just, it's just been, you know, as I've entered the industry, one thing that I also have noticed is people are just very open. They've been very welcoming. They've been, you know, when I was in events, I would try to reach out to my local, you know, the known. And it was very, you know, hoarding of the information. Mm-hmm. I would even try to offer, you know, can I volunteer? Can I shadow? And it was very much like, Mm-mm. we got our people. Yeah. You know, but in since I've come into the cannabis space, I mean, I I barely even have to ask. Like people will approach us, mm-hmm. like, hey, I see you're kind of you know lacking in this area. Let me show you how you can be better. Or you know, do you have this? Do you have that? And I'm like, oh no, I didn't think about it. Oh well, don't worry about it. I gotta connect for that. Mm-hmm. So it has just come together. And then more recently, you know, I'm adding my sister on as our EA because the emails and the phone calls and I don't we, we just can't we need the support so I'm yes. like okay my sister's gonna be my admin because that's what she does for her regular job you know and slash babysitter yeah you know my so sister has probably my kids almost every single while we're out trying to do these vendor events and mix with people our our parents our aunties like our village has just really been so wow. supportive yep. In us growing this, you know, I remember which, it hasn't even been a, a year. Which was a challenge because you go all day. Yeah. So I'm gonna jump in. <laughs> yes. No, but I, I was trying to segue, but some of the challenges. Oh. Because <laughs> we still uh, the next question. Because yeah. I can talk about this all day. Right? Right. 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 You know. I'm gonna help them out. But Because <laughs> yes. it will be conversation and nightcap. Yeah. <laughs> But no, some of the challenges has been trying to tap into the village. We both are people that try to um, do everything ourselves. Yeah. We feel like a burden if we have to ask for help Mm -hmm. or ask the boss to even even tonight. Even tonight, I'm like, why am I going? You know, like I need to be with the kids, or you know, because I I I don't I don't want to feel like I'm pushing them off. Mm-hmm. I'm not being parent, but one thing that I'm certain of is that the sacrifices that are being made, I think, will help with the long They're setting them up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It is. And they're feeding you. That's yes, because how many yeah. times do our kids say that? Yeah. We have a business. Yeah. Like, and they, they are the entrepreneurs. Yes. Oh, and we were pregnant with CC too, so all three oh. of our babies oh, yeah. are all oh, three wow. weeks apart. So we call them the three little Leos. Yeah. TM, they are trademark. They're they're gonna be launching their own little yeah. thing. Right. But um, <laughs> Yeah, but it's it's amazing. And she even has an older daughter, Corinne, who is now, you know, having conversations Clutch. with us like Clutch. I wanna be an entrepreneur. You know, so she started her little business, you know, and we're trying to help her. I've been helping her with her graphics and her Instagramming and stuff. And she's selling the ankle tutus and the charm bracelets. And 
she's just so excited. She does hair. She's taught herself how to braid. She's taught herself how to do lashes. And I'm having these come, and I'll text her. You're doing amazing. Yeah. You don't ever have to work for anybody if you don't want to. You at know, 13. at thirteen, wow. and she is with it. You know, she she is loving the whole. She's like, yeah, I already told my friends I'm an entrepreneur. Yeah. So I'm like, yes, and yes, yes, you are. Yes, you are. So you know, just having our family support, and um, as we've been growing, this has definitely been helped us, you know, overcome some of those hurdles that we face because it's hard. And not to mention, I'm sorry, um, I just remember going back to the long nights. Mm -hmm. We in the kitchen, we trying to figure out what's going to work for if this person has um, eczema, if this person has inflammation, Mm -hmm. we're researching like these things that we can help people. I started sending Keisha stuff a year ago, yeah, and yeah. she was went right to work. Yeah, and it's and it, and like I tell people, even like if I'm talking about the business, it's not all about the money. No, mm-hmm. it's all about helping one another. Right, and it makes me like even with the uh, cancer patients that were that we're helping, um, they're like, oh my god, this juice is making me feel amazing Mm -hmm. i'm getting to sleep i'm getting Mm -hmm. able to get out of the bed and do what i need to do for my children especially the ones that have children so that that's why i'm all in (laughs) i'm all in that's that's my thing i'm all in but but i i i've known keisha as long as i've known to me you get one recipes or see little stuff and I would just start mm-hmm. sending it to her mm-hmm. and I'd just be like you should watch this video mm-hmm. check this out check. and I I think the, the interest started growing and growing before you know it She's sucking her around with it. Was, it was all. Yeah. Yeah. I always say Keisha got her mind is ticking mm-hmm. and you can see when it's happening. Mm-hmm. You like, uh oh, she thinking about no, something. Yeah, she get I real quiet. Like, I know a lot of people that I probably could have gone to 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 bring on board or to make products or whatever, but the way Keisha took it and ran with it, mm-hmm. it was nothing left. To say, not to mention her OCD, so oh, kitchen yeah. will be spotless, yeah. pots and pans will be bleached down. So she, we're down at four in the morning. She's going to clean that, that kitchen. kitchen. Get clean. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. don't. She don't play. So she is our quality and, assurance and, specialist. And the other thing too is that we would spend long nights prepping for a few events that didn't go so well. Mm-hmm. And for me, I didn't feel like, in hindsight. It was all a building block. Mm-hmm. Right. You disappointed at the time because again, I didn't want to burden them with. We got this event. It start early in the morning. We've been up late. Right. We got to get yeah. up early. Mm-hmm. Figure out what to do with the kids. Because mm-hmm. you got to remember, right. the, the real MVPs is the babysitters. We all yeah. got kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if we required to be somewhere, that means somebody else is standing. Or in. Papa Otis, who just holds mm-hmm. it all the way down with time. Shout out to Big Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. I'm like, text Big Daddy. <laughs> like, okay. 
No, you okay, text them. Why is it important that we lobby for legalization of cannabis? And can you explain the difference between legalization and decriminalization of marijuana? Okay, so let's let's answer the question backwards. Okay. Yep. So yes. the legalization of cannabis is the process of removing all legal prohibitions. Rescheduling. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it'll be right. So it'll be just like going to the gas station or your CVS and buying a pack of cigarettes. You put an age limit on it. You know, you tell people if you're pregnant. And you're not, so it'll just be freely available, mm-hmm. right? Decriminalization is what's happening the product or the cannabis is still illegal, but it you takes away. You're not gonna. You might. You might get a fine, right. but you're not going to jail. Or they federal take away your record, right? So you won't have though. You know, I know in some cities or states they're doing you know like a step like you might get a warning first mm-hmm. or and then you might get fined for something um so there are two it is two separate different things and a lot of people are like oh you know if it can just go federally legal everything is no that's no. when the work is really yeah. going to have to start you know that's when we're because Right now, once again, this is why we need people to come out to these hearings and you need to be involved in what's going on on the state and local levels of government in your cities because a very, you know, probably um, a point that she made yesterday that was very common. It wasn't even like a really logistical thing that she said, but one of the girls, um, Jane Mill, she was like, if you think about it, who is at the head of these big opera? Who's at the head of hospitals? Not a doctor. No. Nope. Who's at the head of the mm-hmm. school? But she was just explaining that once the legalization happens, because it's definitely going to happen. We don't know when, but we are getting closer and closer to legalization. That's when the true education is going to yeah. need to start. So I would compare. You got to think of it like this: alcohol is legal, right? And that one time, but you still had mad. Mm-hmm. You still have alcoholics and not, there's a lot of layers mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. alcohol, um, which is something that they haven't addressed. You know, so in the cannabis. So you yeah. open up a piece, and that's what you saw with prohibition. Right. So we've seen this before. Mm-hmm. The fact that, you know, um, something that's legal or when it goes illegal, people still find a way to get guilty. But you gotta think, Kennedy's. Mm-hmm. The Rothschilds, like a lot of people had their hand in alcohol when it was supposed to be illegal. Right. Because mm-hmm. they couldn't figure out how to tax it, they couldn't figure out how to regulate it, mm-hmm. and all of that. But the people wanted it so much that you want to either keep making this underground thing spin out of control, or you're going to get on the right side of history and make it legal again. Right. So even with it being legal, there's still a lot of levels. It's not just going to be free range. Like, oh, we just going to be smoking J's, walking down the street. No, because you got designated areas. And that's part of what we're lobbying for. We are lobbying and we want to advocate for legalization, but a regulated market, but a fairly regulated market. So that's where you hear, you know, these buzzwords, social equity, social justice. So what are you doing with your car? Are you in it just because you want to make a couple coins? Or are you in it because you saw the effect that the war on drugs had mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. black and brown communities? Mm-hmm. You know, for us, 
when people ask me, well, what are y'all doing? You know, what are you? I even took the time to, and you know, once again, God had his hand in it. When I started saying my father was affected by the war on drugs, you know, he went from uh, being a hustler to being a user. So I watched that whole transition my whole entire life to the day he took his last breath. And for me, it was, yeah, it's cool. We got these products. It's cool. We got this business. Right. But then my man just came home and he can't get a job. Mm -hmm. So how can I help him? So I started saying, you know, how, you know, I keep hearing about this social equity, social equity, but what does that truly mean? Mm -hmm. You know, so I started just putting feelers out there and was ended up getting connected to a woman who is building the framework for the cannabis industry around social equity and social justice. And I kind of just rattled off some stuff that I wanted to do. And she was like, you got it, girl. That's it right there. So we offer delivery, right? And what I wanted to do was when these guys come home and they can't, find a job or they can't get a get their license or their license might be suspended come haul at us mm -hmm. let us help you if you don't have a license we'll help you through that process to getting a license mm -hmm. if your license is suspended we'll help you with the payment of getting that suspension and then you have a job with us mm -hmm. you know so we're trying to build that into what our drivers are going to look like you know what I so, mean? So to, to, just to clarify, money's cool. I've, yep. I've seen a couple dollars in one day. I'm by no means rich, but I've been hustling since I was nine years old. So, And then I came up also in the era in which the value of money was different. Mm -hmm. Money was like money money. You know, mm -hmm. like it's not what it is today with these kids in the club buying champagne and right. $1,000 sneakers, you know, like. And, and that's the thing, we didn't have those kind of, we had those kind of things, but you had the option to indulge in it because it wasn't, that wasn't a status. Mm. You know, you, the more money you had, the more you didn't shop. Right. The more you didn't you didn't want that drink smoke. champagne. Yeah, you were trying to hide the fact you was getting money. Mm. You didn't want nobody to know you was getting money because you knew it was stuff that goes along with it, but mm. the biggest, motivating factor for me that I saw um, in this opportunity was the opportunity to employ yeah. and to give out jobs. And to me, that is a more satisfying feeling than any, you can't put an amount of, I'm telling you amount of money yeah. that, that means something. Like mm -hmm. if, if that man can feed his family at the end of the day, you made a difference. Yeah. Right. Because trust and believe there have been times where after we've reinvested back in the company and paid out to the people that work for us, there was nothing else left for me and him. But like he said, we still sleep at night because we know their lights are going to still be on for another month. I'm going to stay with they're you. Gonna, exactly. <laughs> they're they're going to be able to feed their children, you know, another week. You've made a difference. We've made a difference mm -hmm. to yeah. them. And, you know, and, and in return, they become very loyal mm -hmm. to, to the you. brand and to, the, and to us. Right. Yeah. So we, you guys have answered, uh, I think, <laughs> all of our questions. But we did have some questions from some oh, yeah. listeners. Um, so... Uh, one question that they had, which I think you kind of answered already, um, and then I'll have a follow-up question from that, was, 
do you think the legalization of marijuana federally would help or hurt the cannabis community? And the follow-up question, because y'all seem to like answer two mm -hmm. questions at once, um, would be, um, are you in fear that once it gets legalized, it will end up like tobacco, which you guys kind of touched on a little bit earlier with so, prohibition and like cigarettes and stuff. It's, 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 that's, that's a great question. First of all, I'm mm -hmm. gonna thank your listener for, for that and for listening because we, we don't be talking about that. Oh, they're definitely <laughs> gonna listen yeah. <laughs> to this episode no, for sure. But, um, <laughs> no, but uh, it's, it's like anything else. It's it's good and it's positive. It's pros and cons. So on the pro side, um, there will be a new era of people that won't have records or go to jail or, yeah. or you have know, their record expunged. Yeah. So so that's a positive thing because when I was when I was growing up, one of the things <laughs> we were selling up stuff besides weed. Um, right. So one of the things was. You couldn't really smoke weed in the car if you're gonna be maneuvering a certain True. kind of way, mm -hmm. because that was probable cause. Right. So Montgomery County actually just passed the fact that the smell of marijuana yep. is not it's probable no cause to search your car. Like oh, that. So yeah. PG too. Okay. Wow. That's a fact. Maryland, yeah. Don't be hotboxing. We not we not yeah. telling you just be out here hotboxing. Right. <laughs> you shouldn't be under the but, influence driving. But, but it's, right. it's funny it's because at, at times I find myself uh, like, oh, I can smoke. It's okay. It's okay. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I with me. Yeah. I haven't yes. shed it yet. So mm -hmm. on the on the one side, there'll be a new way to maneuver, and you know, like. It'll you won't change. have that fear. Yeah. You know, that It'll fear. change how you can. You know how you hear the, the siren in the song? I, and you jump in. Yeah, like, I it's like, girl. I'm never going to stop jumping. Because, like, yes. I, I've never. Okay, I've never gone to jail. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I've never gone to jail. Mm -hmm. But if I see a cop, I'm still automatically nervous. Nervous. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. My heart is pounding. Yeah. And we shouldn't be like that. We should. I'm like that when we don't even have anything in the car. I'm like, yeah. we clean as a whistle, and I'm still right. nervous. Right. Right. Yeah. Meanwhile, places, like, places like Amsterdam, you could go into a bar and just get it. Oh, yeah. 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 Keep it pushing. Right. The, the drawback is the big wigs are going to come yeah, out. Yeah. So your Philip Morris's, they actually, yeah, they, they making moves. Um, you got to think about it like a tobacco industry. They already got the land. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And if cigarette yeah. and tobacco use is going to decline, there'll be a day when you can go into 7-Eleven and order a pack of J's mm -hmm. the same way you can order a pack of cigarettes. And I feel like for me, honestly, and I'm not the expert on that, uh -huh. but right. when mass production starts to come into play, the quality goes the quality. Yes. Yes. That's what we're yes. for more of the health yes. issues and the side yes. effects. It happened with food. It happened with and it on and it, and Alcohol. even with us. Yeah. And as much as I think that we're you know this small player in the game, when we started look, you know, we were approached by a couple manufacturers. Like you know, y'all can save so much time if you let us 
do that for you. But that's why we keep it in house. Yep. That's why we're up till four o'clock in the morning. Yeah. So everything is handmade. Because when you do lose the integrity of your recipes or your potency, and the demographic of people that we work with, we really work with uh, a lot of seniors. And you have to be careful. So one one of the things that I am looking forward to with the legalization, which would be on the um, pro side of things, is right now we can't really do any FDA testing. Mm. As long as it's federally illegal. Yeah. So we don't have any guidelines. So that's why you see these stories on the news where they say, oh, we order 45 CBD products and, you know, they don't test to what if they're, they're claiming it's 300 milligrams and we tested it only had 60. You know, there's really no way to, it's not regulated. So you want regulation, but you just want that regulation to be fair and equal to everybody that's in the game. And I would like regulation because... Um, I do work for a company right now that are building future engineers. Mm -hmm. And when you have them sit in your seat and say, hey, I want to cure diabetes. Mm -hmm. And the first thing that comes to your mind is cannabis, cannabis, (laughs) right? Mm -hmm. And so I want to be able to have a conversation so I can infuse this in their minds now so that when they go out into the world, they're able to say, we need to do tested Mm -hmm. we need to have clinical studies so now that research can be out there to show the benefits of what we're doing Mm -hmm. so that people can believe us more so we can buy our products and have the social equity that we talk about Mm -hmm. so it's really important to me that part of the legalization is super important to me because hey my brother was dope boy too Mm -hmm. and thank god he didn't get caught up in you know the the legal the justice i mean the legal system or whatever but i just want that opportunity to be given to everybody and one thing that meek says all the time is it's a big pie like the cannabis industry is a huge pie if we get one slice i'm good you're an instant multi-millionaire if you could just get a slice of it so we're not looking to be the pie. We're looking to get a slice. Mm-hmm. And that's Y'all what are so say. good at answering all these questions. <laughs> the next one was about regulations <laughs> and how minorities can get into the industry mm-hmm. and get in the pie. So go ahead. What you so that's say what about. I was going to say. Like, yes. It's, 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 it's going to be no different than anything else. We had to struggle as a people. Yeah. It's going to be a struggle. That's just what it is. Right. Um, but we built for it. We built for it. We're resilient. We build a community resilient. We add into the resiliency factor. Mm-hmm. Um, but mm-hmm. th- there's going to be challenges. But if you can find your niche, yeah. you can eat. You can yeah. eat. You don't have, you're going to have to work hard, but you don't have to work for someone else. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you that this... If the legalization will afford people Jobs. and people of color um, opportunities. Mm-hmm. If you got a little bit of hustle with you, you'll be fine. Yeah, you'll be fine. Yeah. So many different avenues, different lanes, different things you can do. You know, right? Um, you'll be all right. You'll be if you can apply yourself. You got a little bit of hustle, a little bit of ambition. Mm-hmm. And not to mention cannabis. Um, I just look around like even when we're in different events and stuff, mm-hmm. it brings everyone. Everybody. Yes. Like it can mm-hmm. be somebody from South Dakota mm-hmm. or something. And when you speak cannabis, yeah. it's like ding, 
Yeah. You've been playing now. Come yeah. on, let's talk. Everybody. Everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what I can't remember the last time I've seen a fight in the club. When people yeah, were now that they people, people, letting the same yeah, yeah, I can't the remember the last. Yeah. Like, I don't no go to the club. No if you bug. No more <laughs> 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 Look, they can smack. My favorite thing is um, being at a relative's house and my we cousin will say, I'm going outside. I'm going outside. I'm going you know what it is. Right. And then, but auntie, <laughs> my great auntie uh-huh. is like, oh, girl, I got something. <laughs> you going out to the back. And they really yeah. are excited about this part of the business for I was us. stopped by a 74-year-old man in a doctor's office the other day. And he told me, he said, have you had some of this new stuff? <laughs> this stuff is amazing. <laughs> a Vietnam veteran um, had been shot twice. Uh, <laughs> he said, I, I had to tell him they got to stop that. But he, he was still able to rise through the ranks because he, he basically told him, I'm not, I'm PTSD. Yeah. Therefore, uh, uh, forget about your, your urine test. Right. I'm not taking that because I'm probably taking something for what right. the army has put me through. Yes. So he was still able to, but he said it's ridiculous how they still try to use, you know, use that as a as a factor of it's it's just another form of control. Right. To be honest. But he was so excited about cannabis. This man's 74 years old. Yeah. Like all so my aunts he was like, excited. Yeah. I'm gonna talk to you tomorrow. Like, yeah, you know, and it's so funny because we were all so nervous. Yeah, like I said, you know, being from the church, my at preacher. Yeah, you know, deacons, missionaries. I mean, yep. I grew up in the church. Me too. You know, so Sunday to Sunday. When I was first exposed to cannabis, when I was 15, I was going through a lot in my home life, and I actually felt like I didn't want to be here anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, so I was with my um, like my best friend at the time, and she had an older sister that was like ten years older than us who had some joints, and they are they Jamaican. Mm-hmm. So she was like, "Girl, you all down and you better come. Let's go outside in the backyard. I got something that's going to help you." Yeah, and I that's I smoked my first joint with her, and I was like, "Oh, this life doesn't seem life that bad anymore." <laughs> you know, and, and there's been so. To come out to my family to tell them, you know, because I felt like I had been living a double life my whole life because I'm not an abuser. I don't just need to blow weed all day, every day, but I needed it to maintain my balance. And now that I'm in the industry, I'm finding out why it balanced me is because we all have this endocannabinoid system in our bodies. And people do not know that. So it's just... Issue where when I started engaging in little edibles, (laughs) and I was cool, and then I had one bad trip on Mm -hmm. a Rice Krispie, Mm -hmm. right? And that like kind of put me out the game again. Now I I experimented with the little um, vapes and stuff, Mm -hmm. and that was cool. And then I think the last bad trip I had was when we went to something in the water, and we had these gummy bears. And our friend told us we should have two of them. Thank God that we didn't, because really we should have had half. 
because they were like 25 milligrams per gummy, something like that. And we didn't know. We don't know the 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 math. Right, we don't know the measurements. We don't. We don't know none and of they, that. And and a lot of these THC products, yeah, don't know either. They just throw a number on there because technically you're supposed to have some, sort of have some on your label saying mm-hmm. what's in it. Mm-hmm. You know. So your endocannabinoid system is just like you have a reproductive system, a skeletal system. Like we all animals have yeah. it. Yeah. You know, so you have these receptors. Right. So with our products, I always tell people, if you're worried about a drug test, we might not be the products for you. No, nope. Because right. we use full spectrum hemp. Right. So that means you're going to have that legal <coughs> limit of THC. Because even though CBD is, CBD is not does not act alone. It needs, the plant has all these other cannabinoids and together is what makes the wellness. So we don't want broad stuff. We don't want you to extract every single piece of THC out of the hemp that we use. And it's interesting that you said that because I actually seen a special on um, Netflix called Explain and they talked a little Mm -hmm. bit about how no strain is a single strain anymore. Like yeah, everything, everything is a blend or something. something. Right. Yes. Right. So that's another but, thing that I kind of wanted to bring to light. And I was hoping that you would kind of shed light yeah, on the fact yeah. of that nothing is pure, pure, 100% so, pure. And, you, and to be honest for me, I, I personally, this is my personal opinion, it's not scientific fact, but personally, I am concerned if my product doesn't have some type of THC in it. Because you need that. That is that is a part of the plan. So the government has placed this limitation mm-hmm. on the farmers when they're growing this hemp. You, it cannot have more than 0.3% THC. If so, they're supposed to like burn it or trash it or destroy right. it mm-hmm. or whatever. And so, so you're already manipulating <laughs> right. the growth on that. Add. And then you're going to send it to a processor who you're now saying extract all the yeah. THC right. out. For me, that's not natural. Nope. Mm-hmm. So know. these these little ones right here, these have THC in them. So no, our CBD. No, so our CBD drinks, system. they okay. do have right. the legal limit, but there's so the difference between the CBD and the THC <laughs> is which is what I, the, I prefer. Right, I prefer the CBD. You prefer the CBD. CBD. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> which most of our clients yep. prefer the CBD. Um, but then we do have those that ask that they want. THC, so we provide that for them as yeah, well. And then we have the blend where we're doing the ratios because mm-hmm. as we've worked with our clients, like Keisha was saying, you know, we have a couple clients that have lupus, we have a couple clients that um, have cancer, fibromyalgia. Oh. Actually, um, you know what's funny? Okay, so because you're saying all people, all those type of diseases are autoimmune, typically yeah. autoimmune. Yes. So that's really interesting because I actually have autoimmune disease as well mm-hmm. and i've been noticing like that has definitely been helping like with my anxiety mm-hmm. calming down a lot so that mm-hmm. makes sense yeah. okay so, so the, the biggest thing is to try that's that's what i tell people mm-hmm. the biggest thing is to try it if you if you're curious try it mm-hmm. i mean and we'll walk you through that yes. process so that's that's why yes we want our products to be successful yes we want the world to know that we have this deliciousness that can help make you well but it is the education side. Yes. So let us come and so we will sit with you. We will walk you through the process. We will give you a personalized recommendation based on what you're trying to heal. We will let you sample. We have probably given away just as much product as we have sold. We probably could have had more money in the bank 
had we not operated, but we are patient focused. We, I mean, I had, I dropped off a delivery to one of our um, clients that has, that has cancer, right? And she came out to an event that her um, niece threw a couple months ago. She had had a stroke. She was paralyzed and she was now just getting back the movement in her body. Well, her toes and hands always are constricted. Like she's just tight everywhere. And then she was saying how her skin just feels like it's burning, mm -hmm. right? So she came out and like I said, we, we let people sample and demo our products, whether they purchasing or not. And when she told us what her what she was dealing with, Keisha's like, take your socks and shoes off. We gonna rub, yep. we gonna do this right here on the. So she's like, you gonna rub my feet? I rubbed something and too. And mm -hmm. we and by the time we were packing up to leave the event, she was wiggling her like she came to us almost in tears, which of course made us all right. Right. Yes. yeah because she was like look y'all look at my feet and she could really move so and I went, so she um was getting her order today right and i got there and she welcomed me into her home and i was just she just was like you don't know how this is changing my life oh my god and she said, you know, yesterday when I talked to you, I couldn't even do this. And she was opening her feet, you know, flexing her hand. She was like, my hand was balled up so tight. But I remembered I had that juice. So I made my way downstairs because my feet and my legs have been hurt. And she said, I just started drinking it. I started you. She said, I opened my pain cream, girl. And I was like, oh, no, I'm out. I got to get me some more. And the body butter um, that Keisha makes. And she, you know, she really is. And she was like, look, like, this is what your stuff is doing for me. And she, you know, that's the kind of feedback where that we, you know, and with that we're also always trying to work with our formulas and making sure that the products and the, you know, what we're putting in our product is a quality product that can really help people. And I also want to highlight something else that you do, that you actually consult with medical professionals as well to yes. make sure that, you know. Yes, because we have no medical background. So, so yeah. let me, let me I, and, mm -hmm. I, and not to cut you off, love, but um, the what I was saying earlier was about try it is that people go to the doctor and trust whatever he yep. writes on that page. Absolutely. Yeah. Googling. I work for a doctor. They yeah. don't know. Yeah. They don't know. I, I told the doctor I had angioedema. He was like, what's that? I said, you don't know what that is? Mm -hmm. And I had to do my own homework. Yeah. Yeah. We had to heal him. And found out that the combination of medications I was taking was likely causing See. That. But like you said, the thing about the medical stuff is we make no medical claims. Just try some plants. Yeah, it's a plant. And you can, there's no side effect. I tell, I always you might tell get people, the, best sleep you yeah. you the worst die. case scenario, you what? might sleep through your alarm the next morning if you yeah. overconsume. Yeah. You know, and that's it. But we try to walk you through that process. Now, if you don't listen to us, mm -hmm. ain't nothing that's we can so do right, or right. do about that. You but know? that's but the thing that's you're crazy just going to be real good. But that's right. also your endocannabinoid system talking to you yes. and keeping you telling yes. you you need rest. And yeah. how often mm -hmm. do we not get the proper rest? So, right. so what 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 cannabis and, and CBD especially is able to do, especially the flower when you smoke it. You have to understand that when the doctor prescribes those opioids, it's it's changing the the way your brain communicates mm. with the pain. Mm. So that's actually what's going on. You're not real, like you're trained and conditioned to know what pain is. So if you hit your elbow, 
on the table and you're not conditioned, that's gonna feel like a normal thing. So like UFC fighters and you see some of those yeah. strikes and stuff, they, they're conditioned yeah. to take those kind of blows and they issue those kind of blows. Um, so when, what happens when the doctor is prescribing op opioids is that it's sending a message to your brain that you are no longer in pain. Mm. So it's a blockage. Mm -hmm. But what the CBD does is actually touch on to those neuroreceptors and kind of massages them mm. a little bit. So it changes the communication that your brain has with pain. And that's mm. how you're able to get that. That was a great off. example. Mm -hmm. I mm. pictured it like I imagined Right, you see it? I saw it too. <laughs> yes, I like that. <clears throat> and that's my thing, just to close out. Like, it's just amazing being opened up to this world of cannabis because, mm. like, when we did, we did this thing called The Conversation, which we definitely going to hit y'all up for the year. <laughs> yes, please But do. Um, having a roundtable discussion about different current event topics, and one was about the legalization of weed and I learned that like it got criminalized back during um, like the Mexican Revolution yes. War yep. and and it was because you know propaganda around how it made African Americans yes. and or just African mm. descent people in general really Caribbeans coming over mm -hmm. and Mexicans act they, and they lied and made it seem like they they act wild and crazy right. when they're on this and they called it reefer madness right yeah. yes reefer madness yeah. exactly and yeah. then you know to hear all of these benefits from something so natural you know we could go on a tangent yeah. about you know big big what is it pharma big pharma and how you know yeah you know, they got a ploy to take us out when we could slowly. just be smoking on some tweeds yep and because yeah. what they did we have before that? <laughs> right the funny thing is they can get in the game and they can still make millions because that's all they're worried about is lining their pockets but they need people to be sick yep yeah otherwise they don't exist mm -hmm. so if it gets to the point yeah. where people are getting well then you would want to be on the side of wellness right. mm -hmm. and they just haven't really it's like you remember napster Yes. Everybody, yes. all the rest of the Yes, now. and then look now, at me. You can't even buy a CD. Yeah. <laughs> they don't the Everyone had because to pivot. Because they were getting rich. That right. was the problem. They were getting CDs for 15 cents yes. and selling them for $23. Yep. Right. Yes. And they didn't want that to stop. Mm -hmm. And so streaming scared everybody until they figured out how to participate, how they can line their pockets. Shout out to Prince. Now you can't even, you can't even like <laughs> Apple Music or... So like streaming is how you get your music. Oh, we gonna have to have mm -hmm. big pub. Wait, bub. Bub, yeah. Bub, we gonna have I to have you bub on the next right conversation yeah. about music. Yeah, you know, I'm a music aficionado <laughs> too. So mm -hmm. we gonna. I like to call myself a hip hop connoisseur. So yeah. we gonna you make too. sure Burnett. we we <laughs> bunet. All right. So that's what kind of. Tie yes. everything back in Teresa Wellness. You know what we do is cannabis education. And how we do that is you can book us for a one-on-one -on -one consultation where we'll come or our most, more, most popular option is in-home group sessions. Just like you would do a Mary Kay or a toy party or Tupperware party. You know, you get together with you, your, your friends, your family, you know, people that may have um, shows or express some type of interest. And then we basically bring the dispensary to you. So we privatize it, you know, in D.C. and Maryland. You can get your medicinal card, but we have a lot of federal workers or people mm -hmm. that don't really want to apply for one because they don't want their name on a registry right. or, you know, all that. So it may, it, it's very private, it's discreet. 
we come to you, and then after that, you, you can then still have your products delivered to you privately. Um, so we do have the juices that um, ginger, honey, lemon, and the salt. <laughs> that is our most popular. Yes. Um, and then we I try to. The well, too, the sorrow was actually supposed to only be like a I'm seasonal. So that you kept it. But <laughs> when we when we told people we were taking it, we, oh my goodness, y'all! Mm-hmm. My phone and my inbox was like, absolutely not. I'm absolutely. But, <laughs> I'm sorry to cut you off briefly, but um, I'm absolutely excited to bring the sorrow with me to my family in New York. Tomorrow, because my family is West Indian. Yeah, yeah, yes. yes. no, right. Like, I hated Saul, actually, um, but I like yours. Oh, yeah, yours is very good. Shout out to Tori. Okay, shout out to Tori. I'm excited for them to try both flavors, but the sorrel too. All fresh. So we do have the juices, and like you were saying, they come um, CBD. You can get it THC, or you can get the blend, which is a ratio of two parts CBD to one part THC. Uh, We have a pain salve that we make. Um, We have a body butter. And we have a scrub, and then we have our tincture, which is, you know, the CBD oil um, that's sublingual, few drops under the tongue. Uh, we do not have any flavors. We All of our stuff is no. natural. natural. Yep. There is no mango marijuana that grows from the ground. <laughs> so if somebody tells you their mango tincture is all natural, it's not all natural. Mm-hmm. You know, they had to add something in it. Or oh, if it's flavor. bubbles. Yeah. There are no bubbles. <laughs> There's no you know, it should have a little thickness to it. It was nice. Yeah, so some a lot of people like it because they 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 said this one lady was like it has a weedy taste, but not too weedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Weedy yeah. Word, you know? yeah. Agree with but that. that's what she was yeah. saying. Like it's that you could taste it, but it's not overpowering. It's not overpowering. Yeah. Right? So, you know, those are our products. Um, right now, we're trying to revamp and figure out this website situation. So, for now, you can DM, text, yes. uh, Instagram, Facebook us. Um, Reset to- Wellness underscore DC. <laughs> yes. Yes, on Instagram. Well, we just stand. Yes. Okay, and yeah. Thank you, thank you for coming out. We appreciate thank y'all. Thanks for having, having us. So yes. Yes. Y'all yes. are doing it. Get out and get something How will you make it if you never even try You need to get up, get out and get something Cause you and I got to do for you and I So this week's philanthropy moment will be Candle Essentials Tasha, well let me not pronounce it Tasha, Tasha, girl T-A-S-A-H Johnson of Candle Essentials Sells soy candles that are free of animal products or additives. The business also dedicates 10% of its annual sales to Lori's Daughter Foundation, which aims to break the cycle of sexual abuse in women's lives through service, advocacy, and mentoring. So that is going to be our philanthropy highlight. You can check them out on our IG page. We will have links of some of the soy candles that they sell. And you can kind of get a, a feel and a visual from them. And that is Candle Essentials. I love a good soy candle. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And they last yes. forever. We are all yes. candle lovers. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. We'll buy like 20 candles at a time. Mm-hmm. Right. Right, right. right. I'll be feeling helpful. Talk to Badu, though. <laughs> 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 I can't. Like, I'm going to buy Badu yeah. for Maybe Christmas. Maybe that your next product. Maybe yeah. y'all can start doing it. So, the so we actually have a girlfriend that is um, launching a candle business. So we're kind of in talks. 
to yeah, eventually okay. do maybe a cannabis scented something or a CBD infused aromatherapy situation. So when you already have that little party, like, yeah, 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 okay, yes, because we definitely have to get this launched together, yeah, yes, yes, definitely. of course, definitely. yes, keep us posted. All right, and now we're gonna get into our last call. I like to propose a toast. I said toast, motherfucker. Last call. So for our last call today, and I'm spilling already. Uh, we have. I forgot to get the bottle, but let's talk about the the special THC that we just had, and then I'll read off the cognac. <laughs> I should have took a shot of that. You need this. You need some. Okay, need some. A shot, please. Oh, my so, goodness. Just Can give me a little hint. So we just took a shot of our ginger, honey, lemon, THC version. Ooh, yes. Lord and we've actually, we've actually had that before as, uh, I think that was our first last call. It was the ginger, honey, lemon. Oh, yeah. Yes. So um, salute to y'all. And we also have a cognac that we like, which is called the Claude um, Chatelier. Ooh, fancy. Cognac. Fine cognac. Okay. Um, this is actually the same cognac that we had so at the live podcast. I had it. I was oh, on a table earlier. That thing had me. But it was expensive. We got it from, um, what's that, oh, Total Wine in oh, Laurel, Total Maryland. Wine. So mm-hmm. salute to them because um, we kind of went to that because... We didn't have the money to get the Martell or the Ducey, and you know, because I don't think I could do a Ducey. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I am not Megan. I do not want to run oh, no, for the podcast. No, we liked it after we took it at the um, podcast mm-hmm. event, but we just noticed how you know. I'm sure if y'all it's shop smooth, at Costco's, yeah, how they have so many brands that are so high priced, mm-hmm. and then it'd be the same shit with, with a no name. And yeah, it's, a, it's the same. And thing, sometimes so. it's better yeah, for wrong. Yeah. So if next Facts. time, if, if you can find Pierre Ferrand, that's Pierre Ferrand. Yeah, it's not an expensive. It's it actually ranks better than a lot of cognacs. Yeah, I'm open to that Pierre yeah. Ferrand. Pierre Ferrand. Okay. Yeah, it comes with a wax. Whoa. It's got the wax uh, top on it. Okay. Yeah, the wax seal. But okay. it's really good. It's it's, it's high ranked. So for the last call, what I wanted to, usually we do, um, you know, either a shot of wellness or something talking about wellness and just positivity and being your best self. And I want to say, let's not apologize for demanding peak performance. Yes. Okay. Uh, so I watched the Tiana Taylor, Red Bull Music, House of Petunia documentary. Oh, I have to watch that and piece. listen, it's good. It's on oh, yeah. YouTube. Okay. I was going to um, say, look where up is it? Tiana Taylor, Red Bull I Music, shall. and okay. it should come up. And I felt her on a deep level. Yes. Like, you know, I don't know if y'all seen behind the scenes with Yonce before Beyonce yes. and how she demands. Be, um, Tiana Taylor was the same way, but she wasn't even that mean. But like every time yeah, she went sure. off on something, I was going off with. Yeah, like <laughs> I was like, no, you know, like people would have an attitude with mm. her when she wanted something to just be, be done right. right. Just she, right. Actually, right. that girl, yeah. her grand, her great grandmother died the day before the show, mm. and um, she sprained her ankle at the same time. And that girl was flipping and dancing and doing everything on that sprained ankle. Maybe she had some opioid. Mm. I don't know. I had to wonder. That girl was working. She was like, well. But she she was performing so well. And there was a point where she said, 
um, let me get it. Like, you know, you're already performing. You don't want to have to tell people to bring you shit. Right. Mm-hmm. And Kel, you know, looking yeah. at me. Okay. <laughs> you already performed. I I can't do it all. And that's how she was acting. She was just like performing, singing the song. And she was asking for a stool, or like a chair to sit on. And they didn't bring it to her right away. And she was like, let me get a stool. And when you see that from the outside looking in, you be like, oh, damn, she sounds mean. And I was like, motherfucker, I'm performing. I need a stool. What the fuck you didn't bring, bring that stool off break? Yes. So don't, you know. Who I just is the go-getter on the person on the side of the right. stage? Supposed they didn't bring the damn stool. Stuff. And unfortunately, after the end, it was a beautiful performance but she cried because she was like oh everything didn't play out well but she got over it because of mm-hmm. course everybody came up to her and was like oh that, that because was from the, the best outside show. looking in people yes. don't, they don't see what goes yes. on right they don't see the right. so, so i just i, I felt her mm-hmm. on a deep level because we went through some things with mm-hmm. the live podcast oh, you know, lots of unprofessionalism girl. that when they didn't have cone yet they didn't have, and the man got mad yeah. when i went off Cause I'm like it's cognac cupcakes and conversations, like we had this conversation. and you don't have mm-hmm. cognac. I, I just I don't get it. So mm-hmm. don't apologize for demanding peak mm-hmm. um, peak performance Absolutely. from your team and, and from what? yourself. We we were at the event and we couldn't tell. It no, like it was beautifully executed event. Yeah. Thank you. you know, I was I was crying by about the end yes. because oh. she was so excited. <laughs> you know, <laughs> well. Yeah. Kels is like, mm-hmm. <laughs> do she's it. my whole heart. <laughs> and she knows like that it. she's the one that in keeps me from going off. Oh. Like, she'll come yeah, in my office. Op- we work together, if you yeah. don't know. Yeah. She works, she comes in and says, hey, so I got to tell you something. <laughs> but, that sound like Kels. I'm going to hold you down so you won't get up out of your seat <laughs> and not have a job later. Because she knows. I'll be like, where they at? Let's go. But she keeps me. Just like well, my whole team is just a mm-hmm. example of black excellence. But uh, yes. this one right here, snaps her level of perfection. And um, when she has, I call her a dog with a bone because mm-hmm. when she has that bone, she's not gonna let go of you until you give exactly what she wants. And that is what <laughs> we needed here. So I appreciate yes, you just being in my on. life. We go together. And we never break it up. He's a package. So. We never break it up. You can And if you can, and her, bar, first of all, you're like a yeah, whole Jamaican. You bartended at my husband's 40th birthday party. Yes, and and me out there. I just want you to know that all of them. We're like, who's Who the, the bartender? Boss? And if you, yep. if you're getting that compliment from them because they are some drinkers, yeah. shout out to Big Daddy. Yes, Big Daddy. Your body was like, who is the bartender? Yes, like you didn't. I can't even remember that drink. I don't remember either. All I remember it was, was it was delicious. <laughs> we had some Somebody give me that yeah, we the peach schnapps. <laughs> Great. That'd be it her was secret great. Ingredient. Yeah. yeah. So thank you. Just keep elevating yes, and keep yes. helping me elevate. Yes. Yeah, Shala. You know what helps? It helps having like a tribe full of women who are have the same type of drive. Like every person that I've encountered, they all have that level of drive in them that just like keeps you motivated, mm-hmm. keeps you on your toes. So shout out to all of you. Oh, and love you. And love. You know, sometimes I 
feel bad for him. It's like he's always oh, the like only guy. And, yeah. you know, but then I was just like, that's just God's way of keeping us safe. Yeah. yeah. There's oh, a lot yeah. of a lot of things yeah. that we probably could have gotten to take taken advantage of. But yeah. then, right. you know, or if I'm on the phone willing and dealing, and then mm-hmm. when I show up and he's with me, the tune yeah. totally yeah. changes. Yeah. They're like, oh, man. She you know. So then I'm like, what you say on the phone? Say it now. But his above is like uh-huh. always with the ladies. I told him that was just him. We appreciate you. Thank yes. you. Yes. Well, we appreciate y'all. Like yes. Kel said, just yes. to repeat what she said, like a parakeet over here. <laughs> and we can't wait to work with y'all in the future. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. We go together now. Together. Right. Yes. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah, cannabis cupcakes. Yeah, exactly. conversation. conversation. Make it. Right. Give me a quasi. Yeah. Right. All right, man. And until next time, peace out. Yeah. Peace we out. out. Whoop, whoop, whoop. It's a vibe.